0: Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to... This is about movies? This is about movies? Question mark. Definitely a question mark. A trademark we guy. never know. <laughs> it's really a
1: low-energy <laughs> intro. <laughs> hey,
0: man, that's hey kind of the vibe everybody. of this of this one. We're very conversational Yeah. in this episode today. We well, hope you like it.
1: Weirdly conversational, a uh, little bit experimental. I don't know every type of person that listens to these series of podcasts. Uh, But in this one, we do talk about uh, more grown-up things, a little more mature things. So
0: maybe uh, take note of that. Yeah, so if you're, for whatever reason, sharing this with... Younger people, or if you are a young person, or if yourself. you're four years old, if you're four years old, which you, you know, a good portion of our fan base, they're children. I mean, it might be. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I was looking at. Knows, I was sir. looking at the metrics, and there was
1: three percent of our audience is in Brazil. So you know what? Good That's job, called you guys. VPN. It's called the VPN. <laughs> good job, you guys. Uh, I hope that you understand the language
0: Four <laughs> percent of our audience is children who've found their parents' iPhone in Brazil. <laughs> And they're like, just click They're around. like, Oh, I like Subscribe movies. to the podcast. Subscribe. Pretty colors. <laughs> yes. I yes. love the
1: blue. That's, that's why you put that blue in the That's what orange. it was. So get the kids listening.
0: Yep. got to get them young. Get that that's Jim what Z. I've been told. So Jim uh, Z drives the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watched two different movies today. Jeremiah uh, watched a film. I watched a film. We did not see the other person's film. Yes. And then we each are gonna talk about those films. Uh, we are gonna spoil both of them. We're actually gonna basically run through the, each film uh, for the other person. Right. Uh, and then we'll, we'll sort of talk about them back and forth. So if you haven't seen either The Power of the Dog or The Humans, the humans uh, and you're not wanting to spoil those for yourself, then we're, I recommend we're going to do that. stopping this episode. <laughs> Um, because they're really worth a watch. Um, they're pretty great films. And not that there's like any like crazy spoiler thing in them. They're definitely a great experience, I think. And so uh, if you're thinking about watching those movies, definitely go do that. They're both available on streaming services right now. Um, so, uh,
1: yeah, The Humans is on Showtime. Yeah,
0: and Power of the Dog is on Netflix. So um, Definitely give it a watch. It's, it's It's super good. Yeah, if you don't care... Then join us. Yeah. We hope you uh, we join this conversation. Or if you've seen them already and you want to know what other people think about them, then you're hey, in the right place. We take all kinds here. We we'll take all kinds. This is about movies,
1: question mark. Yep.
0: So, Please uh, join us. There's
1: no arguing this episode. There's none. For, for There's people no, that really no arguing. My God. The bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> or for the people or if you did not, not like it, you're like, let's episode. get back to the
0: basics here. <laughs> need to get back to the heart of what This Is About Movies is about, which uh, is movies, right? <laughs> I, think. I think it is. Let's go get those drunken noodles. That's right. Enjoy.
1: Yeah, we're, uh, we're going we to... Uh, we took a break. Well, well, yeah, for <laughs> Thanksgiving. A, for, for and Thanksgiving. Randy, Randy was out of town. I stayed in town. It was mm-hmm. me, familia. Um, and as one does, uh, you know, when your family's in town, you get to watching something. And me and Randy didn't tell each other like to watch stuff to not to watch stuff. And guess what? We were two different humans that watched a lot of different stuff. <laughs> so we're gonna maybe yeah we'll experiment we're gonna experiment with this one this won't be like a typical me and him went and saw the same movie and we're gonna come in and talk about it instead we're gonna try to talk about the movies that we did see that the other one did not see yeah at least i don't think you've seen the one i uh well to be honest when you called me I was. You were
0: hitting play very, on the movie. No, I was very <laughs> far out at work today. Oh, okay, uh, so you don't so know what I, I saw. don't even. I don't even know what you said,
1: to be honest. Perfect. Okay. Uh, it was like uh, you saw humans, and I, <laughs> and I went. You cut out so hard, but I think I got the gist of what you're
0: saying. Let's do it. Well, if it turns out that you saw the movie that I saw, then maybe this podcast episode will be about that movie. Just that one, and movie and we'll just instead. wait for humans. But let's. So, you ready? Ready for the big reveal? I don't, I mean, sure, yeah. Okay. Uh, What'd you see? I saw The Power of the Dog. I don't even know about this movie. I didn't know about this movie till yesterday. So you saw it yesterday? No, I saw it today. Okay. I was like, mine... <laughs> I was like, hey, let's podcast today. And then gonna, I watched the movie. Okay. And then... Mine's going to be a little rough. Mine was a week ago. So hey, that's I right. might actually have to look up uh, like character names and stuff. Well, you know what? The good thing about podcasts are... Is that you can edit out those times.
1: Or leave them in. Or leave leave them in. Maybe maybe like a fool. Yeah. I want it to be known. I feel like I need it. Not for me, but like you should know that I don't normally look up stuff. So we've talked about it before. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's ever made it in the final cut, but we're probably mistaken
0: a lot. Oh, Yeah. Uh don't listen to anything we say like the final we're terrible with names on anything. We remember people. <laughs> we just don't remember names very well. We yeah. try. Yeah, we actors names.
1: I feel like I usually get the first name. The last name is kind of a toss up for me. I don't know why. Uh I easily I've talked about easily confusing Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg mm-hmm. for a decade uh and how The Departed was an entirely different experience for me than probably every <laughs> other human. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, uh, look up stuff. If we say stuff, look up stuff. Um, that being said, I'm probably right. Just to, just right. to re- really,
0: like, assert that. <laughs> um, all right, so I saw The Power of the Dog. You saw The Humans. The Humans? Is it Humans, the humans. or The Humans? I don't know. The one that was a play and is now a movie. Okay. That one. I didn't know I that. think
1: it's just humans. No, I'm gonna it's the humans. The humans. Oh, you know what? I'm already done. He's it. gonna look it up. Hey, there we go. Perfect.
0: The um the humans. Yeah. The humans. Uh so do we do we spoil these for each other? Do we just talk about it and maybe don't? You should spoil, don't spoil it for it. me. Um I mean I, mean, I, I do I, I don't know, do want to see. I the don't humans. know how to talk
1: about my movie without spoiling it. Interesting. But my movie is also the type of movie. It doesn't really matter. Well, I think I think it would, but I feel like my type of movie is the type of movie you watch at least two or three times. Okay, to, just to just to kind of live in it, and then like uh, I have I have a theory about it. Okay, uh, and I might be wrong, but I did watch it the once, and it left me with this like feeling of this isn't this isn't face value this is blank mm-hmm. uh, so i mean i would i would want to spoil it to uh-huh. in talking about it that's kind of the nature of the show unless, unless you're mean, just really against I, you it, you know
0: no i mean in this case i'm i think i'm fine with it i it's something i do want to see regardless so i think we're okay and, and, it, and my, even
1: then you could i mean you'd be watching
0: it just more from my point of view yeah my yeah. film is similar yeah. in the sense that like, it's sort of one that I don't know if you need to watch it multiple times, but it definitely. Oh, mine, mine also might be of the type you don't want to watch multiple times. Somebody might want to watch this movie multiple times. Yeah. The one I saw, <laughs> but it doesn't mean it's bad. <laughs> That's not what I'm trying to say. What I mean is I, th- it, I it, think I it, think
1: the humans might be a little divisive on who likes and doesn't like it.
0: Uh, yeah. I can see mine being that way as well, but yeah. for, Weird reasons. Um, <laughs> we're comparing. It's got, and it has good. Two roo- yeah, the other my movie is seen. also the same way. <laughs> well, um, I just mean like, like, like I haven't seen yours. You haven't seen
1: mine, and we're like, uh, um, what's the game? Guess who? Guess who? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, but I already told you. I, does I your got movie Bob, have a twist ending? And you're like, let the guy with the blue jeans,
0: right?
1: <laughs> it's like, well, Randy, these are only faces, but you know, I could see him wearing blue jeans. <laughs> Is your movie wearing
0: glasses uh, with a small hat? Is your (laughs) guy
1: wearing glasses with facial hair? I always like to do stuff like that. Glasses have facial hair? And that way, if it was a yes, I would be like, (laughs) but it was most of the time no, and then
0: I'd be like, oh, I shouldn't have. The power of deduction. I hate this game. I wonder if it's faster to win that game just to be like. (laughs) Maybe it's against the rules, but like, is your person Harold? No. Is your person Susan? We've, we've actually your talked Stephanie? about this before. We have. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! What? Yeah. We have. Yeah. I have no memory of this place. It was uh,
1: <laughs> three sisters pie place.
0: Oh dang! We were playing.
1: Uh, what are we playing? It's some Dungeons and Dragons board game.
0: What? Yeah. Like Hero Quest. Something like that. We, I mean, it would be over there, right? No, I don't think we played it. Oh, you're right. I know what you're talking about. We played uh, Lords of Waterdeep. Yeah, Waterdeep. Okay. Said. Yeah. Wow, Jenny that was a long time ago. And some... It's Arlen, I think.
1: Erlin uh, might have been there. And then some other guy that I was talking to about how we have the same YouTube. Hmm. And then we brought up that. And it, I think it's a Mark Rober video where he goes through
0: and tells you the fastest way to actually play that game. And beat it. <laughs> that's or crazy. I do not remember that at all. I don't even like, I barely remember playing. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I'm not bragging. I miss three sisters. I, uh, I was like, I have a pretty good news. That's like, <laughs> I, Hey man, I, I have a terrible memory. Like, seriously, there'll be like huge, like inside jokes that will have with friends and they'll be like this. And I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and they're like, uh, what? Not, you're like, that's not a joke with me. And it's like, like it's yes, got your it's name in it. completely <laughs> about you. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, you're uh, right. Forgot me? all about that.
1: No, you even asked me to pick you up food one time and I just went, okay. And you're like, what? I didn't say what I wanted. I was like, I'm getting you what you got yeah, last time remember. we were right here. <laughs> and and you were like, like two years ago? I'm like, Randy, I can still tell you what you were wearing <laughs> that day he's like, no, you can't. And I'm like, an A24 hat with the cargo shorts. All right. Well, that was shirt. a little easy. And you were like, hey. Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> hey. You don't know me.
1: <laughs> you don't, I don't wear that.
0: I probably said that, too, when you told me. This is weird. <laughs> Who goes first? You want to go first? Do I, I want to go first? You want to go first? Sure. Your movie first. So I saw The Power of the Dog. Uh, it's got good reviews. Relatively what? good reviews. What's it about? Um... What is it about? <laughs> is, that a, is that a really like <laughs> introspective and super deep question? I could I tell you what, what happens. Okay. Uh, well, let's start. But that isn't what it's about. That doesn't know sure. what it's about. Um, so it it follows uh, the Burbank. Uh, wait, is it Burbank or Birmingham? It's a city name. I can't remember. I think it's Burbank. Uh, the Burbank what? brothers. They oh, okay. are ranchers in Montana, which is funny enough is actually new zealand doubling as montana yeah and so i don't actually i've never been to montana maybe new zealand looks very similar to montana I mean, i could see that, but it's case. really hard to watch this movie and see all the open stuff and not be like bah, 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 it's just hard not to see little rings it's really hard so like peter jackson just ruined like New Zealand for every other filmmaker because it's like, oh yeah, the, this place from Lord of the Rings, and like, oh, no, this is my
1: movie. Well, I mean, yeah, so even even watching Lamb the whole time, I was like, this is uh, yeah. This well, is that's a nice that's in Iceland, isn't it? Uh, I mean, Iceland and like Sweden,
0: I mean, they're both up there, yeah. They're both up there. <laughs> New Zealand is where Lord of the Rings is like. down there, down there. At least from our perspective, they're right next to each other, right? Uh, they float by each other every
1: so often. I I mean depends on your definition of often I guess. That'd be kind of
0: cool if there was like a continent that just floated around, and every once in a while it was like neighbors with a different place.
1: Well, they do.
0: It just takes it takes a very long wickedly long time (laughs) from our perspective. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about like within our lifetime, like you know, like if I lived in this little place, then maybe it would float by every other continent like six times each in my lifetime. That'd be kind of cool. Six times, basically a large. Land mass cruise, Randy. If we were around. flying at that <laughs> speed, we'd be
1: lifting up off the planet. Now, what's the what do the flat earthers say when we're when we're, we're hurtling? Oop! a squeaked chair. <laughs> we're we're hurtling through space at like however many hundred
0: thousands of miles per hour, and we flat. should be flying off. Yeah, flat earthers yeah. Are like you can't do that.
1: We'd fly right off. <laughs> it's like that's not how anything works.
0: The power of the dog is about the Burbank brothers. They're ranchers in Montana slash Middle Earth and um <laughs> turns out they're the precursor to hobbits uh and it is um is a stealth prequel to the a stealth prequel yeah a stealth prequel to the prequel <laughs> um and it is an interesting film um they're like making a, a cattle drive and they pass through this town and there they meet this woman and her son and the brothers George and Phil, George and Phil, played by George is Jesse Plemons, and uh, and Phil is uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, doing a you know an American accent, and um, I mean, he's pretty good at it. Yeah, I don't even
1: question Doctor Strange. Yeah, it just is.
0: So basically, the movie is Phil is a jerk, and he's very angry. And he makes everybody he's around except for his bros, like his rancher bros, like his like young guys that he's like that work for him. Mm-hmm. Except for those guys who just think he's the coolest. Everybody else he's around is just uncomfortable around him. <laughs> the whole movie, and that's the movie. The movie is Benedict Cumberbatch a plays a jerk that no one likes to be around. <laughs> And it, it's it's two hours of that.
1: Just, be, just Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> playing a jerk no one wants to be around. That's an Oscar. Because uh, that's good acting. And right?
0: Well, the whole time you're like, okay, something had to have happened to this guy. Something had to have happened in the past that made him this way. People, you know, around, there must have been some incident. And I, I have a, okay, we're going to get to that. Yeah, we're he get had to a fancy that, car and he was on a date. Right, yeah, that's it. what happened, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, different different movie different movie yeah a little bit different movie <laughs> um, although he does injure his hand in this as well so same movie same movie same movie practically um, stealth prequel stealth prequel <laughs> uh, <it's> t-
1: <laughs> he's a doctor in America later on <laughs> this is actually one of rancher. the alternate
0: timelines in the Marvel <laughs> Universe where instead of it being a doctor he's just a rancher but no matter and what no his, matter what he his hand his being hurt is always he, the constant <laughs> yeah so he, um, yeah. So that, that's kind of the idea. Is then they go back to their ranch, and uh, he's like a jerk to this kid and his mom, and makes them cry. And his brother's like sympathetic to them. He goes back and he marries the lady because he feels bad. Also, also <laughs> because so bad I'm making fun of it because he's it is jerk. kind of a weird, just an interest, I mean, it's like an, it's like a weird thing where it's like a disconnect between the olden days, which 1925 is when this film takes place. When people just kind of like, we yeah, like, pretty old. you know what? I need a wife. I should just marry this one. Okay. <laughs> and, and I need a wife. Let's kinda, go looking. Oh, here's one. Here you go. Yeah. And hey, um, miss you can tell that. You are now. <laughs> yeah. It feels a little bit like that where he's like, he needs a wife so that he can kind of so he gets one. So he gets one, and and she's like, I guess I'll do this because you're rich, and that my husband died, and it was sad, and that kind of thing. So, um, and her son is real strange. He's like very, 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 very thin and tall, like anorexically so. And uh, the, one of the scars guard brothers, <laughs> yeah, not thinner than that. Um, and and it's like it's wait, sort. I mean, it's wait, done. It's intentional. A prequel for uh, oh gosh. <laughs> It's intentional. Like, he's meant to look odd. He dresses funny. You know, he's meant to be an outcast. And Phil, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's character, just targets him immediately. And uh, so then, you know, his mother, Rose, who's played by Kirsten Dunst. Rose. They move to this ranch with these guys. And Phil proceeds to just torment Rose and her son. uh, And that's the movie. And that's the movie, is like, phil doesn't like it that his brother is marrying this girl he thinks she's a gold digger and he's like like creepily just like always around and like whistling she wants to like play this um he, part of the re- like this thing that her husband george is like obsessed with is her playing the piano for guests like he wants her to like play the piano and he's like, like fixated on this bit. and she's like i don't really play and he's like yeah you do like, you played at the movie theaters when we were younger. And she's like, yeah, but that's just, like, little things. Like, I don't actually play the piano. And he, like, buys her a grand piano. And she's like, this is too much. And she's like, like the governor's coming over. You're going to play for the governor. And she's like, uh, what? Like, I don't. And then freaks out and panics. And then uh, Phil, like, plays the banjo really well. And so he she's trying to practice this song and keeps messing up. And so he, like, to taunt her plays the plays song on the brilliantly on the banjo and then like whistles it all the time. Anytime he's around her. <laughs> so like, this is like the movie is like he's him just, like, just, you suck. And he just, <laughs> he drives her to drinking and she becomes an alcoholic because she's just hates him. And she's terrified of him. And even his parents are weird around him, but everybody's just weird around Phil. And you're like, what's Phil's deal? Like, what is this thing? And they draw it out and they draw it out and they draw it out. And the movie is like, not really about, anything in particular happening. It's just like they live on a ranch and they're ranchers and Phil makes everybody uncomfortable. And the whole time you're like, you're like <laughs> wanting more and more and more to know what happened to Phil. Like what's this about? And, and they, they reveal slowly kind of some things about his backstory and his life and his history. And, and um, he goes on and on about a, a, a friend of his who died, who is uh, I'm going to forget his name. It's Bronco Bronco. It's like Bronco Henry or something. Bronco
1: I mean, that sounds good to me. Bronco that's I feel so bad. <laughs> so
0: yeah, we'll just call him Bronco for now. And he he is like his, he keeps his friend's saddle like as like a little monument in their barn and he like shines it and takes care of it and there's a little plaque mm-hmm. on there and it says in loving memory, Bronco friend. In loving memory. Yes.
1: Was there, is there a reason he's a, yeah, a bachelor? Yeah.
0: So, and there's a, yeah, they, they hint at it pretty heavily early on. I mean, the fact that he's making fun of Rose's son, who's, who is portrayed as being very feminine. Um, and, uh, he like targets this guy and just like belittles him for being, you know, half a human, not a man type of thing. And like, it, it reminded me of the movie American beauty. Did you ever see that?
1: Uh, yeah. There's a, yes.
0: there's a character in that who is, uh, Kevin Spacey's neighbor, uh, or the character that Kevin Spacey plays. He's, is the neighbor of that character. And he is a, is a homosexual who is like, has been forced to hide his sexuality the younger, from the world. The younger guy was? Mm, it's the dad. The dad. The dad. It's the dad. Yeah. The dad. Yeah, yeah. He sort of like allows that, like the fact that he had to hide that part of his life makes him very bitter. Mm -hmm. Um, And he acts on that in the film in this. And it's the same way. Phil's bitterness sort of comes from a place of, of resentment and anger that uh, the only person who really understood him was taken from him. He constantly is talking about Bronco and, and how he's like, remember when, when, uh, when Bronco did this and you know, when, when he taught us how to do this and no one else seems to care that much Mm -hmm. about this guy that died um but he idolizes him and um sort of sees the world through his eyes and in the process of of uh Rose and her son coming to the ranch and Phil sort of tormenting them a weird friendship blossoms between him and the yeah. boy yeah and it's kind of odd because they're both odd people but Phil sort of like so, sort of sees like a, a weir- little bit of a himself a mentor to yeah, the yeah and and it's like you can't tell if Phil is like egging him on, keeps talking about like, he's, I'm making this rope for you. And like, you're like, <laughs> okay, I, I feel like I can't trust you. Uh, and then you're like, you want to go on a ride for a couple of days? We'll go camp and we'll go hunt some elk and do all this stuff. And you're like, you're going to just kill this kid. Like, what is, like, it's just this, like this sense of tension, which the film does really, really well. It holds this tension the entire time of like not knowing if you can trust Phil in this situation. I mean, it's mm. driving the boy's mother mad. Like she just can turn into the drink and just getting more and more, which Bravo to Kirsten Dunst, because they, the makeup team in that on that film was not kind to her. Yeah. Um They, <laughs> I like and that I don't
1: would be the more fun thing to play. And I, know? well,
0: I mean, she's like, they don't flatter her yeah. at all with how they present her um her appearance and um like, she just like hey
1: you're really ugly in this film i'd be like thanks but that's the thing is like <laughs> it's it's
0: like she de- she's almost like unrecognizable yeah because she's a very pretty woman and and so it was just very interesting to see. i haven't seen her in a film in a while and so it was just kind of like whoa yeah well um, it has been a hot minute i guess yeah not that long well i guess it actually might actually have been a couple of years at least but regardless uh she owns the role she does a really good job and yeah man it's just it's such an interesting movie and there's some stuff that happens at the very end it just kind of slow burn slow burn slow burn and then we get to the end and the credits are rolling and and some stuff happened and then there's like a line someone says something and then one of the characters uh kind of like looks at them in a weird way and is like well, that's strange like they never acted that way and they never did this thing before and you're like wait what oh no is do that it. just Spoil a, it. do it should <laughs> we spoiling? yeah okay so Phil, and he takes Phil, sorry, Phil takes him to they he's been making this stuff, and they've been talking throughout the movie about how there's anthrax that some of the cows die from anthrax mm-hmm. and so as a habit, Phil doesn't touch animals that are sick, he just doesn't touch them so he um the boy ends up finding out he finds he has this Phil has this like little secret place in the woods where he goes and like is gay <laughs> like it's like a little grove where he yeah, has it's always it's always something about like a secret. It's well. Secret. I mean, it's represented. Represented him, him hiding this part of his life, but, it's yeah, but what I he, mean, even like
1: even like eighties and nineties, like before the internet. It, I mean, it's like a known thing. There's magazines in the woods that some. That's other what it was. I put there. It's
0: literally magazines in the woods. Yeah, it's like old magazines that are like like peak. Uh, what is physical it, what condition is it of about men in like the forest and, and
1: like hiding? I don't know. Dirty
0: magazines. <laughs> well, so like, it's like. Mankind
1: yeah. has lost that part of themselves with the internet
0: now. Forever so they, gone. <laughs> he does that. He goes out there. He like gets completely naked and and covers himself in mud and then washes himself off. It's like, and then that's he has a, like a he has that's like a, a handkerchief. A weird ritual, but all right. A little bit, yeah. I was like, <laughs> what's happening right now? Um, also, there's just like lots of male nudity, which is. I mean, the movie is directed by a woman. I don't know if that matters, but there, it's definitely much more. She's like, it's our turn. Well, no, there's, <laughs> there's a difference because honestly, if you think about it, there's a lot of female nudity in films. There's not that much I male mean, nudity. Yeah. And when there is male nudity, it's often presented in a shameful way. You know, you have like female nudity that's, that tends to be idolized, like, wow, look at her. And yeah. then when a male is, is naked, it tends to be more often than not like, oh, look at how shameful look at him you know like it's yeah. embarrassment shame all this stuff usually come with it not always but a lot of times a good example of this is uh the early uh see i think the first season of game of thrones there's quite a few naked women but all of them are sort of idolized or they're sort of like glamorized mm-hmm. in that in their presentation and then there's the the wine merchant who um, tries to poison daenerys and as a punishment they strip him naked and then like tie him to the back of the wagon and make him walk behind the wagon completely naked. And they show him completely naked, but it's done in a way that is like, see how shameful. Yeah. And it's, inter- it's just interesting to me how male nudity and female nudity are presented in, in, um, in film. Hollywood hates. Uh, not always, but it just, men. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so this, the way that male nudity is presented in this film is very um, stoic and almost like art, like sculpture. Like, even the magazines that he has are, like, these, like, you know, Greek men. They're not, like, they're, like, muscular, but, like, realistic. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They, they have flaws, um, but they all have a leaf over them. You know, it's very, like, tasteful nudity. <laughs> uh, and it's it's really, it's just an interesting. Like a, like a whole magazine that's just the different poses of David. <laughs> yeah, basic, basically, yeah. And so when they present, uh, there's, like, a few scenes where, like, there's a bunch of the ranch guys just, like, out swimming and they're like laying down and they just have their cowboy hat right or hanging over there as one does. Yeah. As one does, but everybody's naked. And then, so it's, it's just an interesting, interesting movie. So anyways, we, uh, we see this Cody, the, um, sorry, not Cody. Cody's the name of the actor. Peter is the name of the, the character. So Peter finds this out about him and initially is like, has some sympathy for him. Um, he's, you know been tormented by this guy, but then he starts to realize, Oh, you're, I see why Peter's the boy. He's the boy. Okay. You sort of, you can kind of get a sense that he sees why Phil is um, having issues, why he's so angry all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment in the film. That's really cool. Where uh, early on, Phil and his ranch guys are out looking at a hill and the, it's actually really interesting. The hill looks a lot like uh, this area in California called the grapevine. If you're coming out of Bakersfield and you're going south towards Los Angeles uh, there's these big open like kind of golden fields leading up to it and then this really really large hill and if there haven't been any fires there's a lot of like golden hills just sort of like rolling onto each other and they go fairly high up mm-hmm. and these hills look very similar to those so he's looking at them and and everyone's like what do you see phil and he's like says something along the lines of like doesn't matter like if you can't see it then it doesn't matter and then you're like oh that was kind of weird and later on he's talking to peter and he's saying that bronco told him uh about so he could see the world differently and he was like he, he could look at those hills and he would see something that other people can't see he says what do you see when you look up there and he says i see a dog howling at the moon he, and he like turn dart like turns at him startled and is like you see that and uh you notice suddenly like they somehow they they just with the camera they did they don't really move the camera but they like something is adjusted like the focus or something and you see that the way the sun hits the hills, that there is like a shadow on the hills that looks like a dog howling up at the sky, and you're like, mm. oh, that's been there the whole time, but I didn't see it. Which you know, in and of itself, <laughs> is a bit of a metaphor. But um, well, what if you
1: had and it, like like one guy's watching it, and you started like, it off, you're like, hey, like hey, it's obviously it's a off. dog, <laughs> yeah. and then they like talk about it, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they, like, kind of show it like that. And the guy's like, there's nothing there. <laughs> it was obviously, what do you mean you didn't see
0: it? Yeah. So, in that moment, Phil, like, is like, oh, okay, I I get it. You're, like, he sees a lot of himself in, in Peter. Mm-hmm. And this goes on, and this relationship kind of builds. And then they go out into, they go on their ride. And her mom, his mom is panicking, thinking that, you know, Phil's going to kill him or do something terrible to him. <laughs> and uh, they, like have a little fun at a rabbit's expense where they're like basically like being very cruel to the rabbit who's like very terrified. And they're playing this game where they have to like scare the rabbit out of a a pile of wooden poles. And in the process, he cuts his hand really badly. They head back. And when they get back, some other stuff has happened. That's not really important right now, but he's a little distraught about some stuff that happened and uh, all their like hides, have been given away the his mother gave all the hides to some native americans he's just like really ticked off about that phil is and Peter says hey he says hey i skinned a calf and i have a hide for you and he's like what how did you do that and he's like well i watched you and i wanted to be like you so i i did it and uh, you saw this earlier on he went up riding up into the mountains and found a a cow and and did it and um you're like okay it's kind of weird it's interesting. i'm not like it feels like they're like are they about to are they about to like have sex like it's very like intense emotionally and and like they're very close to each other and you're like i'm not sure what's going to happen here then he says like okay i'm going to finish this rope for you like tonight i'm going to use the hide that you have and you see him wash his hands or, or wash the uh soak the leather and then his hand his hands bleeding in the leather and stuff and then the next day, he's like super sick, and his brother puts him in the car. And he's like, "I, I gotta give the rope to, to Peter," and but he doesn't. He just kind of drops the rope on the ground. And they get him in the car, and then it cuts to a really wonderful shot of Middle Earth <laughs> as <laughs> the car is driving through it. And then it's his brother buying a coffin, and Phil died. And you're like, "What?" And then they go to the funeral, and people are like not celebrating, but everyone seems to be like, Thank God. in good spirits there's people talking about family coming over for Christmas and like, it's like, Oh, we can all come together again after Phil's gone. It's everyone's sort of like relieved, but not saying it out loud. Mm -hmm. And the coroner talks to him and says something about how he's like, yeah, it was real strange. Those, those fits that he had right at the end. Like if I didn't know any better, I would say that it was um, anthrax. He's like, well, that's weird. My brother never like made a habit of never touching uh, diseased animals. And you realize at that point I was like, wait, did Peter kill him like intentionally? And and I had to think about it for a little bit. It was like, yeah. So he went up to the, the mountains, found this dead cow that he knew had died from anthrax and took the hide from that and then gave him that hide. And anytime he handles it, he has gloves on. The other guy. Intentionally? Phil. Yeah, and Phil did not. He had this open wound on his hand when he was handling it, and so he got sick and died. And so you're like, okay, it's just a really interesting thing, and I realized at that point that the movie actually opens with some narration from Peter. He says something about how, I think it's like the last thing his father wanted him to do was to protect his mother, um, and he's like, and I something like that. He, he says that he's going to protect his mother, like what kind of son would I be if I didn't protect my mother? And you realize that that's everything he does in this film is to protect his mother. Even when it seems like he's befriending Phil and this is going well, like he's not. He's doing this to sort of like get Phil. So it goes from being this interesting, this movie that feels like a character study and maybe some sort of commentary on uh, the history of what it's like to be homosexual in the early 1900s and then becomes sort of something else. Well, it seems like it... at the end, the twist was it was a character study the whole time about someone else. Yeah. And and it's, I mean, it's about a lot. There's a lot of, obviously, the mother It really focuses on her and her struggle with alcoholism and then and the death of her husband and then the boy. It's It's interesting. I honestly, I just watched it. I'm still not quite sure what to make of that twist ending because it doesn't even, like, spell it out for you. There's never any, like, here it is. They don't ever... Like,
1: like, CSI Chiching. ching Yeah, they don't ever do the that. That's why it ended, it.
0: and I was like, wait, was that a twist? Like, did he kill him? Um, Maybe you are kind of supposed to question it. So, I don't know if there's a question to it. I think it was pretty intentional, but I'm not sure what What does that mean for the rest of the story is what, I, what I'm kind of getting. I'm not, I'm not sure yet, so I need to think about it more. Uh, anyway, so that's a I, long explanation. of I just I'd basically be, told you the movie. Well, yeah. So, sorry, listeners, uh, if oh, you great. wanted to see this movie.
1: I feel like people... N- n- I feel like people have even talked to me like they'll wait on watching the
0: episode until they've seen it. That's good. Or I mean, like, like stuff.
1: Well, like stuff like this
0: stuff they haven't heard of. They're not going to care. Maybe that much. we are, talking but it's on Netflix. It. It's a Netflix film, and it's like one of the like top movies on Netflix right now, Oh, which is well, so like, weird it on to Netflix, me. Everybody. It's so weird to me because it's not. It is like a very not acquired Netflix, taste so. film. <laughs> yeah, like no. I mean, it feels like Netflix could have made it, but it just. I am baffled by how popular it is because it is oh, okay. slow as heck. And I like slow movies, but it's slow. And it doesn't feel like anything's happening half the time. It, like I said, it's a movie about Phil being grumpy and everyone's uncomfortable about him. And then huh. and then a kid kills him with anthrax. <laughs> the end. That's, that's still cool, though. That's kind of, yeah. And it's beautiful. Like, it looks very good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's New Zealand. It's Middle Earth. It looks great. But, uh, like the guy he was most like was the guy he has to, has
1: to protect his mother from. Yeah. He's pretending to be his friend the whole time. And then as he's pretending to be his friend, he finds out he is like, when you look at that mountain, you see the same thing I Mm -hmm. do. Uh, we're the same person. And even like the things you hate most about other people are the things that you really dislike about yourself. Mm. Like that's what's coming out first every time. Like, even the fact that he would look effeminate, and like, how dare he, I keep this closeted, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, you should be more like me, you should do it this way. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the thing he yells at. I really dig stuff like that, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, getting in people's heads like that. I think, I mean, I think you're, I think you're on something there. I think all that, that you just said is really. Well,
1: from, and I haven't seen the movie. I think from you're right, w- From what you told me. Yeah,
0: I think you're right. <laughs> Some of the stuff, like, I just didn't piece together, I didn't really make those connections. Um, but I totally agree. I think you're right. Um, yeah, I love stuff like that. It's a great performance from everybody. But Benedict Cumberbatch is great. Uh, really weird cameo. I don't even know if I call it a cameo, but Thomasson Mackenzie, oh, the, the girl from last yeah, night in yeah. Soho, okay, is just a maid. Weird. Yeah, it's real weird. It feels like maybe they shot this movie a while ago, and she wasn't like uh, yeah because because like she's in a scene, and there's like no certain circ- like no pomp and circumstance about her being there there's just See, she's there in the background and i'm like wait is that thomas and if, I,
1: if i were <laughs> if i were that famous i would be constantly calling around like but I, it's hard to do that though because i know it's to so like, distracting to get in, but i love stuff like that <laughs> like like especially if it would have played off like like she entered and then exited and then, and then you watching the movie were like, wait, was that? And then See, like that's the
0: thing, it takes you out of the movie though. Oh uh, yeah. But I like stuff bit. like that. Um, Hers is funny because they drag it out a little bit and yeah. it almost, it like <laughs> for a brief moment, they tease a, like they hint at, Oh, there might be a romance between her and Peter, the boy. Mm-hmm. And it quickly like nips it in the bud, like in the <laughs> funniest way. Cause he like catches this rabbit and like, is like he's very, you know, kind and all this stuff. But he's like going to school, studying to be a doctor. He comes back home, and that's, par- that's when this all happens. And Dude, uh, two rich ranchers and a do- like, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they, um, so he's like he catches this rabbit, and uh, she's like the maid in training. Like, there's an old, curmudgeonly woman who's the maid, and she's like the well, young, yeah. pretty girl who's the maid in training, who's still, she, who still has who a like chance just of not shows up, growing up to be a maid. Yeah, he yeah. still has the So then. He, she's just shown up and she's only she's barely spoken at all and again i'm at that point i'm like is that is that her it looks like her but she's like out of focus slightly and behind the, it was weird and then she comes in one day and is like i have a carrot can i go see the rabbit and they're like i'm like oh, okay yeah that's her <laughs> and she like runs upstairs and she's like all like hey i want to see the rabbit and she comes in and she's doing these like cute little funny little bunny impressions and you're like what is happening right now and she goes runs to the bedroom and the the boy's like please leave and uh it's like oh he's annoyed by her and she's being like friendly and all this stuff and she runs over and she's like she's like i'm looking for the rabbit i want to feed him is he hungry and he's like he's not hungry um and then she (laughs) walks over to him and we're seeing his back he's like at his desk and she walks over to him and then it cuts to a close-up of her and she's just like holy hell (laughs) and then she just like quietly walks away like just deflated and it cuts to him, and he has been dissecting the rabbit for science, basically. <laughs> and you're like, oh, <laughs> like that? Well, I mean, what? What happened to the carrot? Wish well, she took it with her. Oh, so, right. um, but uh, then, then she's like, they're playing tennis out on the grass field, and she's keeping score, and it's really funny because <laughs> she's like, okay, one point to Rose, you know, whatever. And he's like, okay, you don't have to narrate this. Like, I'll just keep track. Uh, and then he hits it really terribly and it goes way into the woods. And she's like, yeah, that one's definitely out of bounds. (laughs) And you're like, who are you? Why are you like, this movie has not been funny at all. And then she's got these funny little quips. And then pretty much after that, she kind of just is relegated to the background. And you're like, okay. (laughs) They're
1: like, we need one more. Great to see you. (laughs) A little more fun
0: of Peter at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But not too too much. (laughs) It felt like this happened before she got popular or maybe she knew, I don't know if she's from New Zealand or if she's from, I'm not sure where she's from, but uh, uh, maybe she knew the filmmakers. I and feel like, like, was
1: it, just, I feel like you know, it's
0: Nordic, right? Yeah. I don't know. We could th- look it I up. I think it is. But yeah, it just felt like, nope, it felt like look, she was I'm there gonna, for fun. I'm not going to look and it up. They, I'm going to stick yeah, with that. <laughs> Nordic. It felt like or she was Swiss there for something. fun <laughs> 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 that, uh, they were like, you know, let's let's add a few more scenes with with Thomason in there. Yeah. Like, she's great. Because yeah, where can we add it? Well, they're playing tennis later. Yeah. <laughs> she could, which it that out. whole scene feels like it's just to showcase her being funny. <laughs> like it doesn't even. Maybe they. I mean, maybe they did want to break up the tension or something. I appreciated it. Like at so this point, at this
1: point, people have been sitting on the edge of their seat. Like, yeah, the, honestly, they're like, the,
0: hey, this movie's uh, it's a little rough. Can you maybe add a laugh <laughs> in or two? Because. Okay, I've been talking long enough. I need to. I need you to talk about the, the humans. Humans. Funnily enough, uh, same plot. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> the same. Everything's exactly the same.
1: No, but like a lot of the a, uh, a lot of common uh, statements, a lot of common okay. ideas. Completely different time period. Uh, it's modern, right? Yeah, it's modern day. Uh, family. Well, you you have a father and a mother. Mm-hmm. Who have two daughters? One daughter is Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. The other daughter is I don't know the actress's name. Uh, Jonah Hill's sister. Okay. Uh, Amy plays Amy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonah Hill's sister plays Bridget. <coughs> Bridget. <coughs> That's such a
0: strange name. Uh, Stephen Yoon. It's like it wants to be Bridget, but it's not a frigid Bridget.
1: Stephen Yoon plays Bridget's boyfriend and she's moving in with him to like a Chinatown apartment okay. in, in New York. It's um, Beanie. Beanie Feldstein. Oh, her name. It's yeah. I'm never going to remember that. <laughs> Beanie. I'm real. I'm real sorry. I will remember Beanie probably Feldstein. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I'm, uh, I'm lying. I'm not going to remember <laughs> that name. <anymore. laughs> right, Beanie. Um, Sorry, yeah. So my apologies, to Beanie. Uh, although you were great in this movie, I look forward to seeing you in more things. But I will be like, hey, that's Beanie. Oh. Did you see her in Booksmart? Uh, yeah, actually I did. Yeah, she's great in that. It is her. But so they're moving in together. All the all the kids and stuff are like adult. I mean, if you know Amy Schumer, you already knew they're adults. Uh, okay. So Chinatown apartment. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> this is like a really crappy, rundown, uh, really like scrunched together apartment uh they're there on thanksgiving day and like the whole fam's there mm-hmm. um they have no furniture because the truck got lost um, blah blah blah. so they're like pulling stuff together to try to salvage a uh, thanksgiving meal even like what they're cooking on and, mm-hmm. like uh the table that they end up getting is just like one of those little card tables that yeah where do people even buy that i don't know <laughs> But everyone has maybe one. Maybe yeah, everyone set. has that little like fold-out card table uh, where the legs fold in at four different points, all pointed <laughs> yep. inward. My grandma had a bunch of. Them. Yeah, where like where did people get this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like you just get them. Like people die, and then you get them, and yep. then you die, and you pass the table on, and it's ne- <laughs> like no one ever made it. No one ever buys it. It never breaks. Because no one ever uses them, yeah. Except Except for for like Thanksgiving. Well, except for like dinner as the
0: extended table. Yeah, like this is the the kids' kid's table. table, Yeah, yeah. Uh, the domino table sometimes. So
1: they pull out. They pull out the the that card table. They all scrunch around it and a bunch of different seats. There's like barely enough light bulbs in the whole house to even like keep the rooms lit. Uh, the uh, The opening scene is is like five or six minutes long and it's just the dad eric trying to get the uh the grand his mom the grant their grandmother into the tiny house and she's in a wheelchair <sighs> and like to get in through the main door and then he like has to scoot her back up close that door open another door shimmy your sideways <laughs> and but but it it just takes forever it's, and it's really like uh you know like these people are having to figure this out he he it seems like he doesn't want to be there it Seems like all this stuff and the whole movie is really just the family having a conversation like you would uh like a thanksgiving uh Dinner, but uh, through the course of the conversation, you see, like, oh, she hates her, he hates him. But really, the biggest deal out of all of it is uh, the dad is super, super, super anxious about everything. Mm. Uh, I mean, it starts off like once he finally gets the mother in, he's like looking out the windows and he's like, you know, you're in New York City, uh, you know, you're really close to uh, where 9 11 happened. It's like you know you're really close. Oh, and then like there's shots of him just like looking at the nasty like exposed pipes in their nasty apartment, and he's just like you know that looks like it could fall apart. And then and then it's like played up for jokes along the way. Um, Light bulbs keep breaking and burning out and uh so then they'll like move a light bulb from a closet where mm-hmm. they don't need it right now and like move it to the this room <laughs> and then you can open the door here and then uh okay that's kind of lit up those two rooms right okay we'll just leave it like that so, and, light, and like as it goes further and further into the movie and as like the tone's kind of getting darker and darker this house is literally like bursting light bulbs and it's getting darker and darker oh the gosh. longer the movie goes that's cool um that was one cool thing. Yeah. That was one cool thing about it. Another uh thing about it is uh you you can see like each character has a distinct purpose. Uh the older daughter Amy, it seemed like she was like I don't know older or younger. I think she was the older one. She was like quote unquote successful. Uh she was a lawyer, but she had like inherited her dad's anxiety problems. Yeah she was a lot of the time actually in the bathroom and like it would cut to her. And a lot of this movie is told in really wide shots or, or sometimes even like, like just the dad kind of looking out the window and like, they'll be talking off screen. And to me that made it feel more like, like a family is here for Thanksgiving. They're not worried about being in the room with you. Yeah. And it's not this back and forth, like shot flip shot. Mm hmm uh, conversation stuff. It's like wide angle. It's just the talk, house talk, is talk, 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 alive talk, talk. with conversation. Yeah.
0: People in different places. Yeah.
1: So it's like that a, a lot of the time, except for the weird ups. Uh, the only time they really get close in, I feel like is when they're being super anxious or, mm. or like times where like Amy's in the bathroom and it will just cut, it'll be like on her face and she's just like super worried and you can see her like scrolling through her phone in her glasses And, like, she's just getting more and more upset the whole time. Like, turns out her life's falling apart. She's losing her girlfriend who just broke up with her. She isn't getting considered for partner, which she takes to mean they're trying to, like, get her out because she spends too much of her time, like, in the bathroom, being anxious with ulcerative colitis and being sick and stuff like that. So she thinks... Like everyone's out to get me. This has been a horrible year, mm-hmm. even though she's been kind of successful. Whereas the other daughter was played up. I don't know. To me, it was more like a child prodigy kind of thing. Not like prodigy, prodigy, high level, but like low level. This girl should have been a pretty good composer and she went to school for art and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she like can't land a gig and she just can't like it's just out of her reach. Mm-hmm. Unlucky in that way. Uh, and her dad is, is like one of those, uh, you know, those baby boomers who are like, just do, ignore that, ignore the art. If you can't make it work, uh-huh. do your retail job, get good. You'll make the money. Just stick with it. And yeah. like, like, he's super like that. He, and he's, and the whole time he's being anxious about everything. Yeah. He's like, you're not going to make it if you keep trying to do this. And she's like, well, this year, like I made a really good piece. And they're like, all right, you know what? Let's hear it. And what's funny is I watched this with my brother, his wife, and my mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and, uh, they play the piece of music in the film, and everybody's just kind of sitting around listening to it. And my mom, me and my brother are more musically inclined to, like, experiment, like, like, you know, we like everything, and experimental, metal, Mm -hmm. cool stuff. Like, she wrote this really dissonant, orchestra piece and it's like building and building and building and i'm over here like this is this is low-key really good i actually <laughs> like this and it's uh it's not a normal sounding piece but and i mean it's intended to not be mm. and my mom's my mom literally said out loud while it's playing imagine if your child uh played this for you what would you do and me and my brother were like it's it's good do you not like it and she's like i hate this and i was like oh. i really like this so yeah that, even that was funny That's like it, it happened in our yeah. room and me and my brother were just like this is really good and she's like not at all <laughs> it's like i mean it's fine i don't guess you have to like it but uh so yeah more and more conversation she's that that daughter's uh like, shutting down after they all don't really love love the music Mm -hmm. as much as she thought they should. Uh, The mom's kind of... uh, The mom originally, when she got there, brought in, like, a Mary, uh, Mother Mary statue, Mm -hmm. and was, like, trying to bless the house and the new house. And uh, every time a light goes off, she's like, it's because you're not... It's because you didn't dedicate this place to uh, to Mary or like consecrate or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like uh, it's being cursed. It's cursed. And finally, she's like had enough of her mom and like, uh, like she fights her mom. And then the boyfriend tries to step in, and the boyfriend puts his foot in his mouth, oh, yeah. trying to say the wrong thing. So like everybody's getting super mad at each other. Everyone leaves the table. They break out the booze, <laughs> and at the table is just the father. And the boyfriend, uh, Eric and Richard mm-hmm. and Richard starts tell ta- Richard's like a psychiatrist or a counselor, but it's also played out. Like he's not trying real hard cause he's got money coming like an inheritance. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have to work Is really the boyfriend hard. Or the dad, the boyfriend. Okay. He's so even that kind of plays into like the dad's anxieties, like, um, I would think that his daughter, though ending up kind of well off, is going to be with someone who's like, who doesn't care enough Mm -hmm. to work hard, you know? But he starts telling about this weird dream he had. And then the father's like, oh, I had a weird dream. And then the whole (laughs) thing from that point, the the house starts getting, like, creepy, like, dark feeling, like mm-hmm. horror music starts kind of playing in the back. Up until this point, it's been kind of like a like a weird Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and it starts really giving, like, kind of horror vibes. And you like, where's this going? And that, I mean, I could see people not liking it, like that came out of left field mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, yeah, uh, I could see that really being divisive. But um, I'm intentionally trying not to s- – say what they say so you still want to go back and yeah, watch
0: yeah i definitely want to hear their stories
1: but okay so the dad's background was that he had given like given up on his dream and he had become janitor at this really good school to get his daughters to go there for free so he had worked there for his whole life to provide a good a really really good education that would have normally been outside of his means mm-hmm. to his daughters, who then like took it, and he th- feels like one squandering it, and one's one did well, but she f- is freaking out, feeling like she's about yeah. to lose her job. But later on in the film, you find out that he screwed up his own uh, life because he had worked there for twenty eight years, was just about to retire with. Apparently, whatever sc- private school he worked for was cool enough to have a pension plan. Mm. Uh, but they had a morality clause, and he cheated on his wife. And the And the kids don't know yet. Mm-hmm. but So he was fired, and I think he's actually working for something like Walmart. and He's, like, trucking to work every day 100 miles away so that no one knows. Uh, he's so he's he, doing all this he, in they secret. They still think
0: he works at the yeah uh
1: so and add that on to all like all his anxiety and all his problems that he's going through right now and on top of that he's recently had this super horrifying dream Mm -hmm. of i don't remember exactly what like a lady who he's trying to help with a hood on when he helps her like she's screaming but there's skin all over her face she has no eyes and no mouth and you even get the sense that like there's more to that dream like like he's not letting you know the really horrifying parts and they like kind of move on they're like no one wants to hear about your dream whatever but as yeah as the movie keeps going and keeps going and keeps going eventually they're like okay night's over everybody leave dad and mom you're drunk we'll get a car so then i mean i'm I'm skipping a lot too but everyone kind of leaves and he's still there and I think they're down to one or one light bulb at this point, uh, and it, and it even like pulls back out, and you can see the whole apartment, like a whole house. Huh. And there's like a bottom floor and a top floor, and he's like on the top floor where I think no, the table was down here. He goes on the top floor, just wandering around. I think he's trying to find something, maybe maybe a light or a flashlight. Mm-hmm. And something happens, and they all exit down this way, and he's left completely alone in the dark and then the last light bulb goes off and then he just starts having this super hardcore panic attack when no one else is there. Mm. Uh, And the whole thing is like their, um, their apartment doesn't get any cell service either. Mm -hmm. So like that, you know, that's taken care of for this movie. We don't have to mention that no one's calling on cell phones, but yeah. So he starts having this panic attack, like horror music kicks in these like horror camera angles start kicking in and Mm -hmm. you're like, Holy jeez what is going on? And then uh I mean I guess I guess I just want to cut and say end of the movie, basically.
0: Uh it's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, are you saying end of the movie because something happens that you don't want to share yet or uh I'm sure there are a, a couple little things that happen, but Okay. But uh nothing that's like rewriting the history of sure, anything yeah. that just happened. That's cool. I mean, that sounds really good just from, you know, who's in it and and everything. Uh, It's great. Their conversations the whole time are great. Yeah. So Richard Jenkins is the dad, yes? Yeah. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, He's really good.
1: But I, so my theory is that this might even be like his his anxiety dream. Like you could say uh, that the whole night just led to him having a panic attack, which I'm fine with but the whole movie just kind of played out like his daughters in the position they were in. Everything seemed to kind of be like, like his sort of perspective and his worst nightmare. And like, uh, especially where at the end where it's, it's like he realizes I'm all alone. I'm literally trapped in the darkness. Mm. Yeah. So I think it's not necessarily the dream where he's talking about, in the movie like he's having that nightmare but like a nightmare of his so i would look at him as kind of like the main character a lot of people that i've heard talking about it were like there's not really a main character maybe the daughter and i'm like i think it's him but because i think it's because i think everything's kind of feeding towards his anxiety yeah and i don't think in real life everything would fit in those neat little boxes but for a story where you're imagining things are all about you and the anxiety that they cause yeah. uh, your one daughter can't get it together. Your one daughter has it and is about to lose it. Mm-hmm. Your wife hates you. Your mom's dying of dementia uh, and you're having to push her around on a mm-hmm. wheelchair and the, the new and, and, and your daughter just moved into the worst terrorism city in the world, <laughs> right downtown. Yeah. I mean, all of that. It just is feeding into his uh, anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. my brother at the end was like, that was good. And I was like, that was great. (laughs) And he was like, well, I mean, I'd say it was like maybe top 20 of the year. And I was like, dude, it might be on my top 20, top 20. Um, I like, imagine watching this with your kids on Thanksgiving. (laughs) We did watch it on Thanksgiving. Like my brother, my brother knew it wasn't going to be like a happy movie. But apart from that, we didn't really know Mm -hmm. like exactly where it went. But we were like, "Hey, mom, it's a Thanksgiving movie. Let's all watch it together." But uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd say she even liked it, but not like, "Oh boy, what a yeah. great holiday movie!" <laughs> but uh, but after that, uh, we we pulled dad in and we were like, "Name a Christmas movie. We'll all watch it together." So uh, everyone was happy in the end. <laughs> we watched gleeful holiday movies. Uh, watched Elf, and he he actually that watched Elf the next day. He picked, like, some... I swear it was a Pure Flix movie. Oh, gosh. And we were like, Dad, what? <laughs> oh, why? Uh, I mean, whatever. He liked it. Mom liked it. <laughs> That's what it's about. That sounds really good. I really liked it. If you can watch it, do watch it. Judge for yourself whether you think I'm right. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I will say I probably read into it at least a little bit.
0: But I... I like to try to do that with movies. Anyway, I don't know. I think a good, a good film that's meant to be art, I think is, uh, I think reading into it is part of the part of the deal. I think projecting yourself into the film oh, is, yeah. It, obviously, if you do it too much, it get kind of crazy. But I think that's how art works. <laughs> is it sort yeah, of and, all, and like a a, mirror? I was about to yeah. say
1: only if it's written intelligently enough to do sure, that. Yeah. Like I for real tried with lamb so hard uh, <laughs> yeah. and i was just like no it doesn't work yeah yeah but but yeah still good still great baby. but this movie i liked a lot and and just going back just to watch it just for their little just for their conversation mm-hmm. it's like yeah that's something my family would do like that's something yeah, we would yeah. say um and, and what and what also got me was like he worked at that school my my mom did that same thing Mm. Uh, she worked at a private school in town so that all of her kids could go for mm-hmm. free. And, uh, I'm not saying it was the best school in town, but she thought it was. Yeah. And my dad thought it was. And I think all of the teachers that worked there thought it was, uh, I'll say it was good. Uh, I don't know that it was the best one. I'm just, I'm not going to make that blanket statement. Sure. But it was a good one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I learned a lot of things, uh, I learned the the correct things, I guess. I don't, I don't know what you... <laughs> when I was in 10th grade, I learned algebra. And I learned correct algebra. So, yeah, I learned the correct things. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying I couldn't have done that at a private school. I mean, a public school. But I went to a private school for free. Because my mom worked there just like you do. Uh, and they also had, like, weird morality clauses. Because it was a, a Christian high school. Like, she, it was a Baptist one. Yeah. So. Uh, I remember being on vacation and then like guests get free blush wine. And she's like, I can't. (laughs) And I'm like, why? And she's like, cause the school I go to says, I said, I wouldn't. So I'm not going to, and uh, I mean, even like being a little kid and getting that, I'm like, no one here is going to know any of that. And she's like, but I said, I wouldn't. So I won't. So yeah, even even stuff like that brings back memories like that of mm. of my mom and her constantly being, and or, or, and my dad, uh, constantly being that person of integrity, trying to teach lessons and like teaching the right thing, and always trying to do the right thing. So I would even say the that part of the movie being so specific to me probably yeah. hit me a little more than it would a normal uh, a normal person, another yeah. person. Sure, that's uh, cool. I like that. Yeah. I, but I really liked that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: A similar thing, I mean, I mentioned earlier that those hills looked like the ones outside of Bakersfield. I mean, it's, it's pretty far outside of Bakersfield, but it's like that way. It's pretty much Bakersfield and then a bunch of little pocket towns and, mm. and then the, the grapevine. But what, having him like look to those hills, sort of like taking in their majesty and all that stuff, like I that was one of the more interesting parts of that drive when I would drive from home to go back to school or go back to L.A., mm-hmm. um, uh, was being able to see those mountains, especially around sunset time, like the golden hour is just very beautiful. And so, I don't know, I related very much to him seeing something in the hills that others couldn't see type of thing. I, I liked that that symbolism and and uh, it's cool. I also, I also appreciated his uh, his shock when he found somebody else that, that could also so see the same it. Thing yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So we saw some some good movies, couple, couple very of different good movies, very different uh,
1: films, uh, strangely similar,
0: maybe, maybe,
1: <laughs> at least in some ways, yeah. But yeah, uh, I
0: mean, I want to go watch that one now. Yeah. That you're and I want to see, I want to see the humans. That sounds it's a good. good time? Well, cool. Do maybe we, we'll do this again sometime. Do we? Do we raid them? Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we do.
1: <laughs> you want to? <laughs> Rate the other
0: persons and see. Right. <laughs> from so what you from what you, from told, what me, you told me, told me that let's do that. That sounds it. kind of fun. Um, gosh, how would I? I don't even
1: know what I have no idea what I would rate mine. And I like I the thing is I like it a a real lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Go for it. Okay, so for the humans, we have a local restaurant called Harvey's, which is not like upscale, but it's like american bistro not fine dining but like one step above casual dining Uh (laughs) like if you got dressed up and then went there you wouldn't be out of place but most of the people who go there aren't bothering to get dressed up yeah uh it's and i'd say what like i don't know i think of i think of stuff in like terms of like applebee's pricing or like chili's pricing okay it's like it's like lower bar (laughs) Well, not like lower bar food. It's probably but like Applebee's lower ba- pricing
0: with a few yeah higher yeah. Well, price yeah. items. Yeah. So
1: like if Applebee's and Chili's are like the base pricing for this kind of like restaurant experience, mm-hmm. sit down restaurant experience where you're not like at a diner or something like that. Not What? Non-diner based restaurant experience. I think of like Applebee's Chili's pricing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harvey's to me is like 1.5 Applebee's pricing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, I'd
0: say it's a, <laughs>
1: there you go. okay. So yeah, uh, uh, they they Harvey's kind of builds itself as being like a little fancier than a normal restaurant, but I mean it's also, you know, in our town, mm-hmm. so it's not like they can be fine dining because no one would literally go. So that I'm gonna say Harvey's, but what ki- what what made me pick it and like it. Is because the last couple times I've gone to Harvey's, uh, I don't know if they, I don't know if it's been COVID people and they're all new people. There's something about whatever they, whatever way they cook the beef, uh, and I got prime rib the last time. I'm the last two times I was at Harvey's. There was two times later that night, and the next day I was pulling an Amy in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess it was the beef being undercooked. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they got a new chef. I don't know if their prime ribs just old. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, but uh, yeah, that's what made me like that rating because it's kind of it's it's a really good place to go. Uh, it's really nice. Uh, it's usually well, it's always very good, even when it makes you sick afterwards. I guess. Uh, but yeah, the past two times I've definitely pulled an Amy, and uh, it hurt a lot. But I would still go back because it's good. <laughs>
0: I love that rating. That's so good. I'm having a hard time with mine. Yours and and mine. Well, so my I'm trying to find an experience that... Because I feel like my experience with this movie was... I don't know. I, don't have, I have no idea. It was uncomfortable think. watching it. And then at the end, I was kind of like, okay. And now the, the further I've gotten from it, I was trying to not form a quick opinion about it when I saw it. Mm -hmm. Because it felt like I could, I initially had some things pop up in my mind of just like, oh, this is what I think about this. But I was like, no, you need to sit on this a little bit longer before you really form an opinion about it. And uh, the longer I get, the further I get away from it, um, the more I think I appreciate it. And so I'm wondering if there's like anything like that for me as far as like a restaurant, like where I, in the moment, I wasn't really a fan of it. But the I further didn't really like it, but then the further I got away from like it, more. I started to think about it more and realized, no, I actually really like this because it's not, and it's not even, it's like a really specific thing because it's not that I didn't like it while I was there. It was just uncomfortable. And you liked it more later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird, like it's, that's a weird thing to have like an experience to, to have to put into a restaurant. For a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what that might be. Maybe something where you liked the leftovers later. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: not bad. Like it was a good meal, but the leftovers later were like, This is better cold.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. That's this is a good one. Um it was uh it wasn't better cold, but I had More a better leftover. Uh the place in town, uh the Golden Tie restaurant. It's gone through a few names. It used to be called Golden Bowl. It's called Golden Tie now. Um I go there quite often. The one on eighteenth. Gotcha. And uh they have this little they have a drunken noodle there with chicken. Oh, the drunken diet. noodles good. I like a lot. But I one particular time that I went, it was insanely spicy. Like he I ordered it. it the same way, but while I was there Was that the time we went it? and I ate the pho? I don't remember if it was then or not, but because you are acting like that was super Maybe spicy it was. at that time. I just remembered that it was very spicy and I was having a hard time. <laughs> like you even looked up at one point and looked at me <laughs> and went, oh no. And I went, what? You're
1: like, this is too. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh.
0: So yeah. So while I was in the moment, I'm like uncomfortable. I'm not sure what I think about this. <laughs> uh, but I had leftovers and uh, I warmed them up the next day and it tasted even better. Yeah. Then it was still spicy, but like the flavor was like somehow enhanced, which doesn't usually happen with like warm microwaved leftovers. And some stuff, there, can. yeah, there is something about like but, spicy
1: sauce, especially if it's kind of like got this. It sweet almost like glazy because it's it set because it,
0: like, it sets, it gets a little yeah. milder and, and like like in a good way, funkier. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was sort of like a it was a a better experience reheated <laughs> reheated um and i feel like even i feel like if i watch the film again i would appreciate it even more huh. now, that, now that i say that earlier i think at the beginning i was saying i'm not sure if it's one i'd watch again or people might want to watch it a few times but i mean i would recommend it i would also recommend the film that you saw even though i haven't seen it it sounds good so i'm gonna give a I'd, I'd, recommendation I'd for both definitely recommend it
1: but i feel like anybody that i watch it with is gonna be like what
0: <laughs> no, not, not anybody <laughs> i mean yeah um, not anybody but, uh, but anybody
1: in, well anybody who doesn't already know about it who then i would be like have you seen the humans what you haven't seen the humans well, let's watch the humans <laughs> then that person would be what yeah, yeah
0: maybe so who knows
1: But anybody else is gonna be like yeah that's all the humans or yeah i know about that i want, i haven't watched it yet yeah yeah but somebody who's like what what's the human's
0: at the end would probably be, what did I just watch? (laughs) I'm like, I'm still thinking about what you said earlier about the, uh, the, the, like my film, the the one I saw where you made that connection of, of the character of Phil and the character of Peter, like him sort of um, degrading Peter because of how he sort of could openly be feminine and embrace those qualities. And and he was hiding uh, behind this like rugged masculinity Oh yeah, Um, of of the rancher, like he was a man's man, and like he wanted him to do it the way he did it, you know. And and I see a connection there too with uh, the dad in in the humans. Of well, this is how you know he gave up his dream to be. To make a, lot, yeah. a better life and for he his wants, family, he
1: wants that daughter to succeed. But by God, if she's not, yeah, put your and, nose to the grindstone. And and, and he's
0: offering like, hey, you could do what I did, and it works. And she's like, no, and whatever. Like, and he's like, no, you got it. Like, you know, you need to do it this way. Like, you know, you I have, did it, so you got to yeah. do it too. And and that comes across a lot, I think, honestly, just generationally from from boomers, from boomers to, to millennials. To millennials yeah. is is that sense of like. Quit being, quit being a dreamer. Work is work. You just yeah. do it. Yeah. And I, and and that in specific is not necessarily what I'm getting at, like the whole dreamer thing. But like, I think in your film, yes. But I, I just the idea of of someone being forced to live a certain way that wasn't necessarily the way they wanted, and then uh, because they had to do that, they then think that everyone else has to pay their dues as well. Yeah. Um. And when others aren't. Or or uh, when others make, a, make a choice
1: exactly opposite that, yeah. it's like I'm going to do this. Yeah, that really grinds the gears. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean it's like people want to justify the decisions that they've made in their life, and they yeah, they about, don't want to see someone succeed own by yeah. ma- by making the opposite choice and be, yeah, and then feel bad about the choice they made. So uh, that happens with if Phil. You, if you make like the
1: it. opposite choice, you're supposed to fail. Yeah, because yeah. I did it. I did it uh-huh. this way, and look at
0: me. Yeah, and how.
1: How dare you mm-hmm. even? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Stuff like that. Yeah, that's definitely there. And I, I like that. That's something I think that I look back and I go, mmm, that's, that's some good reheated uh, uh, drunken noodles right there. Should we go uh, get some drunken I, noodles? That yeah. Are you really going to play cards right right too? Yes, I am. So yeah, we should let's go stop get, get some like, golden for time. Real. Well, thanks for everybody. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. This is great. We're going to go get some drunken noodles. Yeah, we are. And, uh... See you next time. Go see these movies. They're great. Yeah, both of them.
1: Or at least mine. I'll watch his and then I'll report back. I got you.